Hello and welcome to On Air with Myrick O'Connell. I'm Howard Kaplan. This on-air podcast features attorneys from Myrick O'Connell, a full-service law firm with offices in Worcester, Westboro, and Boston. Today's guest is attorney Arthur Bergeron. Arthur specializes in helping seniors and their loved ones. His elder law practice focuses on all aspects of lifetime and estate planning for seniors, specifically planning that incorporates protection for seniors and families in crisis who may need additional assistance to deal with dementia symptoms. Today, Arthur and I will discuss getting your loved ones or loved one out of a nursing home, home care issues that might be involved in moving your mom or dad in with you to protect them from COVID-19. Arthur, thank you so much for joining me on On Air with Myra O'Connell this afternoon. Thanks very much for inviting me. So when we say getting a loved one out of a nursing home, what's involved? If you are the person who are named... Uh, under the terms of your loved one's uh, health care proxy, as the person who can make medical decisions for them, in the event that the doctor has said that they can't themselves, and if, as is presumably the case in this case, for these loved ones who are living in nursing home facilities, the doctors have made that decision, then that means you as the loved one have the ability to talk to the nursing home and to say to them on your loved one's behalf, uh, I don't think I want mom to be here. I think I want mom, you know, certainly mom could be transferred, but I think I want to transfer a mom home, right? Now, now it may be that you'll get some pushback from the nursing home uh, regarding um, the safety of your mother or father or your loved one who's going to be at home. And so they may, they may want to work with you regarding a discharge plan. Um, they may also you know, say that if you are leaving uh, the facility, then you are leaving against medical advice, but there is nothing terrible that happens if your loved one is leaving against medical advice. So, so you have this ability to, 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 to have your, your loved one leave the nursing home uh, as long as they're moving into an otherwise safe environment. So, but, but then the question becomes for many people who's loved ones are in nursing homes. So if they're in this, if they were in the nursing home, that means it was because they needed nursing home care. And so how am I going to deal with those issues if I have moved mom or dad home? And that's certainly a legitimate question. And for, for folks whose medical needs are so great that you just couldn't provide that kind of environment uh, at home safely, um, this may not be an option. But it, it has been my experience that, you know, a high percentage of the folks who are in nursing homes are there not because of other kinds of medical needs, but because they have dementia. They have diseases that cause dementia mm. uh, and they need um, constant supervision uh, in order to make sure that they are safe. So if you can deal with the supervision issue. Um, while at the same time getting mom or dad or your love, other loved one out of the nursing home because you feel at least at this point that that's dangerous, then this could be a really valid alternative. And so the real question is, so how do you deal with that supervision issue um, and how do you deal with it financially? Right. Because it may be that, you're, that you're, the reason why your loved one went to the nursing home was because they had just did not have resources in order to provide for that kind of care, so so I guess I would I would suggest that there are a couple of there are a couple of answers to that, right? 
One is that if your loved one is at home and is determined by Mass Health to 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 be otherwise eligible for nursing home care, which would be the case in a hundred percent of these cases, if your if your loved one was in the nursing home on Mass Health, because they've already been determined to be eligible for for nursing home care because they're in the nursing home. Yeah. Right? If that is the case, then your loved one is also eligible. Um, through through a uh, a program which is often referred to in Massachusetts as the Choices Program, which is re- referred to kind of more nationally as the Frail Elder Waiver Program, for benefits uh, for that could would allow your loved one to be at home. For basically, to, MassHealth will agree to pay for the cost of the of the home care that is necessary to keep your loved one at home. Now, it has been my experience that while MassHealth typically will not pay for 24-7 care, typically MassHealth in these situations will pay for care up to 40 to 50 hours per week. A, there is nothing prohibiting them from from providing 24-7 care, and I have seen rare cases where MassHealth has paid for that. B, it may be that if if the symptom that your loved one has is is if their symptoms are all around this dementia issue um, and that they're moving into your home, right, that you don't need 24-7 care and may not want 24-7 care. You may not want someone who's going to be there all the time in your home taking care of mom or dad. But but in that situation, it may be that MassHealth will pay for enough home care, as I mentioned, up to probably 40 to 50 hours a week, to allow you to provide the remaining care when those home care folks are not around. So you may not need a home care person to be there 24-7. You don't, may not need someone to be there with your mom or dad in the middle of the night because you're there in the middle of the night, right? So it may be that there are, there are ways of dealing with those issues. In addition, if mom or dad move home, then that check of theirs that was going to the nursing home to pay the social security check, the pension check, the money that was going to the nursing home, right. even though they were on mass health, because the, the rules once you're on mass health in the nursing home is, is that your income goes to the nursing home and then mass health pays the difference between that income right. and whatever the nursing home cost is. That all of that income is gonna follow your mom or dad back to their home. So they may have some additional funds to supplement the care that is being provided by mass health, right? And they would also have some funds to help, you know, you pay for the cost of the otherwise, the cost of having your parents at home, paying for their food and, you know, paying for the the things that they would need to have while they're at home. Now, I am not saying that this works in all cases. Um, As I say, there may be medical reasons why this doesn't work. It may be that even with these financial benefits, that this doesn't work. But what I am saying is, if you are concerned about this, either because you have a parent or a loved one who is living with dementia and you are contemplating the fact that they might need nursing home care soon because their condition was deteriorating, or if they're already in a nursing home, but you have an alternative place where they could live, which might be your home or which might be their home, because it may be they went to the nursing home but kept their home, which they were allowed to do when they moved to the nursing home, right? So the home may still be there. 
it may be that your situation would allow you to do this. And that's all I'm saying. I think you should, if you, if you have concerns about this, you should talk to your attorney. You should talk to an, or more specifically, you should talk to an elder law attorney because the, the general practice attorney is not going to be well-versed in these programs. They understand yeah. something about the nursing home piece, but they're not going to be really well-versed about this piece. So I'm just going to drill down a little bit more, Arthur. Let's say that I would like to transfer a parent or a loved one from a nursing home to the home. Soup to nuts, what's the first thing that I should be thinking about? The absolute first thing that you need to do is to make sure that it's safe to move your parents someplace other than the nursing home. And the person who can help you answer that question is a geriatric care manager. Most people have not heard that term. Geriatric care managers are typically people who are licensed as social workers or nurses or both who really decided at some point in their careers that they really wanted to focus on this niche of helping seniors figure out their plan and coordinate their care if they are in need of care. So there are, there are a number of these folks that are out there, and they can help you really figure out a couple of things. The first thing is the geriatric care manager can talk to the senior if the senior is available, but then can talk to you, the, the, uh, the caregiver, or um, other family members to get a sense of how the home life would work if the senior were going home or we're going to your house, we're going back to their house, and then we're going to have somebody there. So who would be there to take care of them? Uh, How many hours would they be needed for? Are there family members who could take care of a lot of this? So there are a ton of questions that really need to be answered that the geriatric care manager can help you figure out. The second big piece of this is the home setting that you're talking about, can it be adapted effectively for the person who is going to be needing to be there? Because if, if it can't, well, then it just can't. And then, you, you know, you just don't have this, this option for returning people home. So the question is, is there a room that can, be, that can be set aside? Are there particular adaptations that need to be made to the house? Is there a bathroom close by? Do we need a medical bed? Can we have a bed that's going to be set up there? There are a whole set of questions that the geriatric care manager can really help you figure out. So the the geriatric care manager can help you figure out whether this is all going to work. The second thing that that geriatric care manager can do is to write you a report on all of that, which MassHealth, if you wanted to qualify for the frail elder waiver, if you wanted to qualify to have MassHealth pay for some of the care that's at home, MassHealth is going to want that documentation in order to feel comfortable that they would be willing to pay for some of the care that's at home. So the key thing to do, the first thing, is to talk to a geriatric care manager. If we want to take advantage of the Frail Elder Waiver Program, or what is called the Adult Foster Care Program, how does that work and what would happen? So in the situation that we're talking about, your loved one, in many cases, will already be on MassHealth. If they're not, though, then you would need to be filing an, a, a MassHealth application for this benefit for the Frail Elder Waiver Benefit, and you need to be talking to your regional ASAP, your ASAP. What is that? Uh, an ASAP is an aging, is, is a shorthand, A-S-A-P, for Aging Services Access Point, ASAP. There are, I believe, 25 of them of the a- ASAP statewide. Each one covers its own distinct region within the state. ASAPs are all nonprofit organizations that are operated and who work under contract with the state to help provide services for seniors who are at home. 
a variety of different services. But one of their other tasks is they uh, have been tasked by MassHealth with the role of interviewing people who who may be applying for the frail elder waiver and certifying to MassHealth that A, the people who are applying would otherwise be eligible for nursing home care, and in this particular case, most importantly, certifying that B, they could live successfully and safely in this other environment, in a non-nursing home environment. So one of the reasons why you'd want to have this you, this conversation with, and actually I get some documentation from your geriatric care manager if you were going down this road, is that you're going to want that geriatric care manager to be talking with the ASAP representatives so you can get that part straightened out, right? Then you want to be figuring out how the, the MassHealth program would work. There are two kinds of funding mechanisms that MassHealth can provide. One, they can actually pay a home care agency to provide home care folks to your loved one at home. Now, there are some restrictions on that. Among others, the home care agency needs to be a home care agency that has a contract with the ASAP. And once again, your geriatric care manager is going to be able to tell you if they do a lot of work in your area, which ones of those home care agencies they would recommend and whether they would feel comfortable recommending that the home care agencies that are uh, contracting with the ASAP could provide these services for your loved ones. Mm -hmm. So A, you could actually get these services where the contract would come from the ASAP. The second other major program that MassHealth runs is something called Adult Foster Care Program. Adult Foster Care, as the name might imply, is designed to work like foster care for kids, right? And basically the way foster care for kids works is if you become a foster parent, of a child, then the state will pay you a stipend, not an hourly rate, but a stipend monthly in return for the fact that you're providing these various services for the child. Adult foster care is the same thing. It basically creates a system through which if your loved one, and in this case, it could not be your spouse, it would need to be your parent or uh, aunt or uncle, spouses are not eligible for this program. Right. Um, if, but if you can show that you are living with the adult or that the adult, the, this adult who is in need of your assistance is living with you and that that adult needs regular assistance with the so-called activities of daily living, or regular supervision, which presumably is the case, that's why they were in the nursing home, then MassHealth will pay you as the child or as the loved one, as long as you're not the spouse, right, a stipend, a monthly stipend, because of the fact that you're providing that kind of care at home. So these could both be extremely important programs for you. And once again, your geriatric care manager is going to be the best person to give you a sense of whether that's going to work for you on the ground. Talk to the geriatric care manager, then you, you want to talk to your elder law attorney. I wanted to ask you as we wrap up here, Arthur, and you've given us an awful lot to think about, particularly in this really tough, medically sensitive time. Have you seen a significant number of sons and daughters or relatives attempting to remove relatives from nursing homes right now? So I would say, and we're having this interview about a month after the, the stay-at-home order that came here from the governor in Massachusetts, I would say that I have had half a dozen folks who have were, have specifically called because they wanted their parents out. But I've had another half a dozen who have called because they were having second thoughts. They had been thinking about their parent needing to go to a nursing home. But now they're having second thoughts about it. And I want to emphasize, I maybe want to close with this, right? 
that both of the alternatives that I am talking about, I think, should be viewed as short-term alternatives. Mm. If your parent's in the nursing home and was working out well there, and your issue is that you just want to get them out of there until you feel comfortable that this whole COVID-19 thing has passed, then think think of it in those terms, that you're trying to get them home for what you, you were hoping will be a relatively short period of time. Similarly, if you were thinking that your parent might need nursing home care in the near future because their condition at home was deteriorating, then think about providing this kind of care to your parents as a bridge until the COVID-19 thing has kind of played itself out, knowing that ultimately they're going to be in the nursing home. But that if you're concerned about them not being safe right now, then figure they will be safe you know, once COVID-19 has been addressed, even though they may, you may feel that they're not safe now. So think of this as a short-term remedy not as a permanent solution. I want to thank you, Arthur, for being on On Air with Myrick O'Connell. Also, I want to urge our listeners to check you out on Massachusetts local cable stations. You do seminars, you do virtual seminars right now, particularly through Zoom and other services. You are very active in this area, and you've given lots of really great advice. Howard, I just want to mention, to the extent that folks are looking and want to see me live because a lot of people say, well, I've never even seen this guy. Why should I just talk to him? I have a YouTube channel called Elder Law Frank and Mary. If you, if you find that YouTube channel, you can actually see a lot of these seminars and just get a sense of what I do and who I am and stuff like that. Today's guest on On Air with Myra O'Connell, as we've been saying, has been attorney Arthur Bergeron. We really appreciate it. How can folks contact you if they have questions or concerns? I would suggest just give me a call. I mean, you can certainly email me. Check the Myrick O'Connell website. It's a long email address. Or just give me a call. The number is 508-860-1470. I never charge for advice. I love giving advice. That's why I love doing these shows. And feel comfortable doing that. You know, the goal of life, especially for seniors, is to sleep well at night. And so just if, if you're losing sleep, you know, talk to somebody. And if you want to talk to me, give me a call. Thank you. Thank you, Arthur. You can learn how Arthur and his colleagues at Myrick O'Connell can assist you with your business and personal legal needs by visiting MyrickO'Connell.com. I'm Howard Kaplan. On behalf of Myrick O'Connell and attorney Arthur Bergeron, thanks for joining us. Take care and stay safe. This podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Myrick O'Connell. It is intended to inform you of developments in the law and to provide information of general interest. It is not intended to constitute legal advice and should not be relied upon as such. This podcast may be considered advertising under the rules of the Massachusetts Supreme Judicial Court.